0: What's up, guys? Christian here, back with another video. Today, we're talking about halftime. And today, we're talking about how we're making adjustments, how we want to recognize where we're at, and how do we go forward? I realize that it is not exactly the uh, middle of the year anymore and we're starting to get into those later parts of the year, but you can still make adjustments. And here are some tips and tricks and ways to find these adjustments, be real about your situation, and move forward in God. All right, here we go, let's get into it. Hey, what's up, guys? Christian here. Today we're going to be talking about a guy in the Bible in the Old Testament named Jonah. Jonah was a man who God gave him a vision, a word for a city, and he decided that he didn't want to do that and ran away. And sometimes in our lives, we start running from the calling of God that God put in our lives. And Jonah was that person. He ran away from the desire of God to save people and to give a message to a city that was doing bad and had a full on darkness. And God wanted to save that city and set people free. And Jonah had the message in his heart. And at this point, Jonah walked away from that, not wanting to do what God wanted him to do. And this is that story. So I'm going to read a couple of verses but we're gonna go right into it and we're gonna talk about how to make those adjustments when we did something wrong or we are not doing what God is wanting us to do I realize your year may not be perfect right now you may not have done the best thing so far up until this point it's probably not the best you probably have had troubles or trials maybe did something wrong or suffered or hit your head or messed up and the year hasn't gone the way that you think it should have went but I tell you the truth Even in your disobedience, God can get you back on track so that you can be humble humble enough to realize your mistake and then be obedient again. You might have messed up. You might have made a mistake. You might have done it wrong. You might have hit your head. You might have gone the wrong way or gone a direction that's not what God wanted you to do. But God can get you back on course. But before he wants to get you back on course, he wants to deal with the issues in your heart, the reasons why you walked away from that, or the reasons why you walked away from what God was telling you to do. And so Jonah, in the the Bible says, Jonah 1, it says this, the Lord gave the message to Jonah, son of Amittai Get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against the people because I've seen how wicked they are. But Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to go away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. He bought a ticket and went aboard hoping to escape the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. Sometimes we walk away from God's plan in our life. God has given us a vision, a dream, uh, something that he wants us to do. And we walk away from God's plan saying, God, I don't want to do that right now. I don't want to walk in that way. I don't want to get on the boat and go to Nineveh. I'm going to get on the boat and I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to do my own thing right now. I'm not ready. I'm not willing to sacrifice my time. I'm not ready to be in my in this area. So I'm just going to do whatever i want to do and you might feel like that's you right now in this situation up until this point your year hasn't gone the best but could it be because you're still walking in disobedience could it be the the reason why that your year hasn't gone the best because you haven't done it god's way and you're still trying to do it your way you're still trying to do it and figure out in your plans how you can have your cake and eat it too but guess what that's not how god works god will give you the cake the the cake that he provides you can't get it on your own and think it's going to be the same thing because the cake that you get won't satisfy. You'll always be hungry. The Bible says that he who drinks from the water, the living water of life never thirsts again. And that is Jesus. When you have Jesus in your life, you never thirst again. You're not going to be looking at things in the world to make you satisfy or happy or fulfilled. You're not going to look at things in the past life that will make you feel a uh, a hole, all that stuff leaves you empty. And so I encourage you, just like Jonah, when he walked away, God said, okay, I'm going to let you do that but I'm not going to leave you alone. And that's how God works. Just because you made a mistake doesn't mean God left you. Just because you messed up doesn't mean God can make up for the things that you once did. God can make up it all. The time, the, the effort, all the things you put into something that you think you messed up, God can make up for it. And so Jonah walked away and Uh, It happens where there's a big storm and that storm had uh, the sailors and the people on the boat afraid and they started trying to pray to their gods or their idols. And they told Jonah, Jonah, wake up and pray to your God because we're drowning. We're about to to go overboard. And Jonah's like, hold on, hold on, guys. You know what? This was me. This is my fault. I'm the one who uh, walked away from God and God sent this storm. Let me throw myself overboard. And so he throws himself overboard and the Bible says a big fish um, comes and swallows him whole. And yeah, you could say a whale or you could say whatever, but a big fish swallows him whole and he sits in the belly of this fish for three days and God gives him time. This is the grace of God. He gives him time to contemplate where he's at in life. He gives him that almost that chance, that half time to realize that the situation he's in right now is not ideal it's not good for him. He shouldn't even be there in the first place. So he's got to recognize the situation is in and then recognize the God he serves. And so the first encouragement I have for you, the tip number one or whatever you want to do is recognize where you're at. You can lie to everybody else, but deep down inside, you can't lie to yourself. You can try to tell everybody, Oh, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm good. Everything's great. But deep down inside, you're going through stuff and you're in the wrong path and God wants to get you back on track, but you're unwilling to recognize it. You got to see it. You got to open your eyes. You got to let God reveal it to you. And you got to see, Hey, where I'm at right now, this may not be God's will for my life. I got to get back on track. So that's the first thing, my encouragement to you. second thing is how did you get there? Jonah ran from the call of God. He went the wrong way. He went in the direction he wanted to go instead of where God wanted to go. How many times in our lives do we go in the direction that we want to go when God's saying, Hey, I want you to do this. You're like, no, 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 not right now, God. I'm not ready. I'm, I don't want to, I'm not willing to give up my time, my, my effort, my peace, my joy. I'm not willing to give all that up for what you have for me. And God's like, wait, wait, wait. The things I have for you are better. You think you're going to have peace in those areas? You're not. You think you're going to have joy when you go out and do your thing? You're not. The things that give you joy are the things that I give to you, the things that I allow you to do. And God's trying to teach us, if we do it in his ways, that we'll find joy in the things that we do for him, not in the things that we don't do for him. And so, um, one Re recognize where you're at too. How did you get there? Ask yourself those questions, those honest, tough questions. You have to have a conversation with yourself, and you got to tell yourself, man, like, you know, I messed up. I made a mistake. I got to be real with myself because if you're not real with yourself, you're never going to change. If you're not honest with yourself, you're always going to lie to yourself, thinking you're doing better than where you're at right now. And God doesn't want that for you, He wants so much more for you. So, God gave him a message. Is there a message that God gave you? Is there something in your heart that God is like, "Hey, I'm telling you to do this. Do it. Don't worry how it's received. Don't worry how it's 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 accepted. I'm giving you this message. Don't worry about the outcome. The man or woman That is, surrender to the Lord is not worried about the outcome. They just do what God is calling them to do. They just serve God. They just love God. They just honor God. They're not worried about how it looks and how it's going to be accepted. They just do what God is calling them to do. So I encourage you, in this season, make those adjustments. Uh, Maybe you're like Jonah and you don't want to because it requires doing something about it maybe stepping out of your comfort zone or stepping out in faith or doing something you'd rather not do and work towards it. Maybe it's something you're like, God, I know you're doing, you're having me do something or you want me to do something and I don't want to do it because it's, it's going to require a lot of me. It's going to require more of what what I'm willing to give and it may make you afraid. You might be afraid of what can happen, but God's with you. He's never left you. He's, if you're making mistakes left and right, I encourage you recognize those mistakes repent turn away from those things and stop doing it you're one prayer away from forgiveness you're one prayer away from getting back on track but you need to realize that hey i made the mistake and so i know for me the message is to encourage people and the truth is sometimes i go back and forth and i don't always give the message that god wants me to give but lately i've been praying and asking god God, what do you want me to say in modern faith? I had this whole thing set up, laid out, things that I wanted to do, and God's like, no, just say the messages that I'm giving to you. I don't know who this is for. I don't know if you're on the other end thinking like, man, God's speaking to me, but I hope that there's somebody listening to the messages and saying, God, you're speaking to my life. I'm right now Jonah in the situation, and I'm running away. Stop running away from your problems. Stop running away from the issues of life, thinking that that's going to Fix it or solve it. That doesn't fix your problems. You just come back to it later on in life, and God allows you to go back through those problems so that you can grow. and And they're not to destroy you. Trials are not to destroy you or to break you down. They're to build you up. The Bible says in in Peter. Peter says this in First Peter. I said he says these trials are are, are like fire, refining you, de- defining who you are, so that you come out like pure gold in the hands of the Potter in the hands of, of the Lord, in the hands of the one who's creating you and loving you. That's what the trials are supposed to do. They're supposed to refine you. The old nature dying to itself, you becoming stronger in God, not less than God, but stronger. They're supposed to make you um, equip you for the ministry that's ahead of you. And a lot of you guys are called to ministry. A lot of you guys are called to do great and powerful things. But if you're not doing it God's way, you'll never get there. And so I encourage you guys. Um, could it be that you're distracted or maybe, uh, you're waiting for confirmation and you're waiting for a green light from a pastor to lay his hands on you and say, do this or do that. Or you're waiting for, uh, this like perfect situation or perfect opportunity. I just did a video like a couple nights ago about having it to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you got to be in obedience no matter what. Could it be that that maybe you're compromising, you're in sin, or you're doing things wrong? Hey, stop. Turn away from the sin. Stop compromising and do it God's way. God will allow us to make decisions against His will in our disobedience, but will ultimately accomplish His will in our obedience. If we're obedient, God will accomplish His will. God will allow us to make decisions in our disobedience so that we can recognize and see that how we got off track, how we messed up. He's going to allow us to do what we're going to do, but he's not always happy with us. He doesn't always want us to go in those ways, but he will allow us because he gives us free will and he gives us those choices. But guess what? That's not what his ultimate goal is for your life. His ultimate goal is to win, is to make heaven and take people with you. His ultimate goal is that you are saved and the people around you are saved, not just you doing certain ministries just to do it. No, he's got a a plan and purpose for your life, but it's also to reach souls and to touch lives. Maybe you fumbled the ball or you missed the shot or there was a blown call or opportunity in your life. Maybe it wasn't even your fault, but it was something that happened and you're like, man, I'm never going to get back on track. No, that's a lie of the enemy. Don't listen to the lies of the enemy telling you you'll never get back on track. That's a lie from the pit of hell. And I rebuke that in Jesus' name because he's got a plan and purpose for you. And the Bible says, my Bible tells me that his plans are for me to excel, to exceed, to be great, to uh, prosper. It's not for me to be uh, one that that gets it wrong all the time. No, his plans for my life are great and powerful in Jesus' name. They are yes and amen. Uh, And the Bible teaches me that that I am his and that he's covered me with the blood. So even when I fall short, I can go to him in my sin. I don't have to walk away from him. I don't have to go to the world to make me feel better. No, I can go to Jesus and he will forgive my sin. He will heal my land, the Bible says. When I go to him and I pray and I seek his face and I turn away from my evil stuff, Bible says, then I will heal from heaven and I will heal your land. That's the promise of God in your life. So if you're feeling like you can't go to God, you mess up so many times. You haven't. He's not left you. He's there with you. Keep on going. God will give you the strength. He'll give you the vision and the victory. Just like Jonah. Jonah messed up and he made a mistake and God gave him Grace. It was the whale or it was the fish that God allowed to eat him up so that he can recognize and go back to the Lord. God, I messed up. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I did it wrong. I did it my way. God, please help me to get back on track. And you know what the, you know what Jonah did? He repented. He got it right. And he, he, he um, talked to the Lord. He had three days, an opportunity. And he said, Lord, I, I, I know this is me. I know it's me. I'm the one that did it wrong. I recognize that I made a mistake. Don't let sin or don't let compromise push you farther and farther away from the call of God. Don't allow the enemy to get you off track and even your own flesh to get you off track from where you're supposed to be. God has purposed you for a reason. Stay on track. You have to take accountability for your actions sometimes. Jonah in uh, verse 12, it says, throw me into the sea, Jonah said, "and and it will become calm again. I know this terrible storm is all my fault but he recognized it and he did something about it. He just wasn't sad about it that he got that it was his fault, but he's like, you know what? I I take responsibility. When you take responsibility for your actions, God takes responsibility for your forgiveness. He will take it upon his own shoulders to say you're forgiven. God will set you free and love you because you came to him in the right attitude and the right heart. God is that faithful. And so there was a Super Bowl in 2017 where the Patriots were losing at ha- at halftime. They were losing 28-3. to They were down uh, 25 points at halftime. They were losing. They were getting it wrong. Nothing was going right. All the plays were, were just going bad. They had a couple fumbles. They had an interception. They had a bunch of things that were going bad. And Tom Brady, who's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play, he gives this quote. He says, this year down... 25 points, it was hard to imagine us winning, but that's why you play to the end. In a 60-minute game, halftime, we weren't done at all. I mean, we were disappointed at the way we played, but we knew that we can go out and do a lot better in the second half. Tom Brady recognized that the game is not over. That it's just halftime. That yes, they may be losing right now, but they can go out in the second half and be better. And so that's my encouragement to you today. That if you would go out in the second half of this this year, go out and say, "I can do a lot better. I can be better. God, you can use my life, and I will be better. I will. I will make changes. I'll decide to do better. And I know that you're going to get me back on track. You'll lead me to the places that I need to be. You'll." Give Get me to the places that I need to go, but I can do better. And it's not in your strength, it's in God's strength. It's doing it God's way. So when you go out again in the second half, I want you to recognize the areas that you made the mistakes in and change them. The Bible says, then Jonah prayed and cried out. Sometimes you just need to pray and cry out to God. Get alone with God and cry and tell him everything that's in your heart. God, I'm frustrated. I'm tired. I'm alone. I'm afraid. I'm worried. I'm upset. I'm mad, God. I don't like this situation. God, I'm going through things and it's hard and and I'm failing. God, I'm doing it wrong. And just tell God honestly and be open and God will give you the scriptures. God will give you the word. God will place things in your heart because as you get closer to him, you hear his voice and you recognize the that when God speaks to you, He speaks to you in love. He speaks to you in correction. He speaks to you in faithfulness. He speaks to you in joy and in strength that his words are strength to your bones, that his word preserves you. It protects your life. It gives you life again. That's what David said in the Psalms. He says in Psalm 119 that your words give me life again, God. It preserves my life. It gives me hope again. I can now go and face the challenges of life, but I have your word in my heart. And so as you get back in course, the enemy is going to attack you and try to make you feel condemned and worse about your situation, don't listen to him. Don't let him lie to you. Don't let him attack you. And when he does attack you, get around good believers that are willing to pray for you and love you and encourage you. Get around those people in your life that are are willing to go the extra mile for you and be there and rebuke those enemies, rebuke those demons and, and rebuke those lies and say, hey, no, 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 no. I know you've messed up. I've known you doing wrong, but God can still use your life. But if you repent you turn away for your sin and you get it and you start doing it God's way God is gonna work out those situations for you so I encourage you right now it's halftime make those adjustments be real recognize those problems in your life those areas in your heart that need to be fixed up uh, if you need a heart surgery surgery don't just put a band-aid on it don't just put something that's gonna mask it or cover it don't let the enemy say okay well you're done you, you're, you're ready to go but you know you're not ready Take the time. Pray. Jonah took three days. It took him three days to realize that that there was things in his heart that were wrong. There was things that in his in his life that weren't good. And I know even in the second half, there's going to be troubles and battles and trials. But that's where my second encouragement comes from. Stick with it. We're going to talk about our next one. Stick with it. Make those adjustments and stick to it. And so these are those times where we can make those adjustments. If you haven't prayed all year, pray. If you haven't read your Bible all year, get in your word. I know those are simple things, but a lot of Christians don't do it. Don't read on a daily basis. Don't read on a weekly basis. A lot of Christians don't pray on a daily basis. And so young people, I encourage you, go to God first. Don't go to God secondly, or don't go to the world first and God second. No, go to God first. And I know that God will encourage you and be there for you, all right? I'm super excited what God has for you. I'm super excited for the second half of your life or the second half of your um, year this year. I know it's August, but there's so much more. You have so much time to get it right, to fix things, to let God work in your life. You're gonna do great, but it's not in your strength. It's by the Holy Spirit and it's in God's strength. It's letting the word of God get into your life and change your heart. Let God's words change your heart. Let him speak to you and let him challenge you. I'm so excited. This is the first half. This is uh, our first half, part one of Halftime. I can't wait to get you on the second one. All right, let's talk on the next one. This is Chris Andrew with Modern Faith, peace.